How's it going, y'all? I'm Drew, and I'll be playing Dizzy at Dreadwood. Whose side are you on, Jude? I mean, child? You need to be more careful. Your family has ruined us. Your brother has ruined us. You shall feel this pain. Is there nothing that we can do? Is there nothing else that you could tell us? Like, where, what is going on? I just, I'm just, there's so much going on right now. What? My dearest sibling, do you rest peacefully? Has the water that filled your lungs dried up? Will you forgive me for what I've done when we finally meet again? Yours, Judo. Dizzy with notes crunched up in hand, takes one more look at Zeke's grave and says, thank you for everything. You will be avenged. And turns to the group and, to, and says, I think we need to keep going north. And crush note in hand. Welcome to Roll Call, where we get to interview one of our rollers and talk to them a little bit more about their character, what they have in store for us, and maybe a couple of little fun facts about that. I would like to introduce our first roller, Dizzy Dreadwood, i.e. Andrew. We will be talking about his character and maybe his second character, huh? Welcome, Drew. And we're just here to, to talk, you know, talk about our characters, talk about what's going on, you know? Chop it up. How, thank you for being here. How, how do you feel? We're good. It's been a nice little day. Uh, my character's still alive, still looking at my sheets, adding stuff to it as I go along. I've been trying to add more, like, notes and things to, uh, to the sheet just so I can keep track of stuff, but make it a little bit more interesting. I've already made a... I've made kind of a mental note in my head that the uh, my players are not really uh, note takers here, so I'm not really truly worried about it. Something always goes a little bit off script every now and then, it seems like. But so far, it's not that I have been having trouble with you all. I've actually been kind of guessing what you do kind of well. It's like most of us. Yeah, it's <laughs> like I know y'all. <laughs> Let's get to know Dizzy more. What are the motivations or fears? Give us like a brief introductory on who Dizzy is. Sure. So Dizzy uh, goes by their pronouns. They are a kind of a homely, homely type individual who's raised. They were raised in the forest, in the dark country forest, by their mother and father, and they had a brother by the name of Judo, um, who he, who they basically had to raise uh on his own so to speak of course their parents were still um around and taking care of all the basic necessities but in terms of teaching judo the ways of like how to defend himself how to hunt how to fish how to do xyz he took they took the reins on on doing that after did after dizzy was trained by their their father they're a little bit of a overprotective sibling, as well as overprotective on uh, certain weapons, as we have seen such a, uh, up to this point. So, in particular, the uh, the longbow that Dizzy carries is something that's passed that has been passed around from generation to generation by a parental figure, and that thing has a couple of uh, a lot of um, let's say. Uh, a lot of bodies on it. Let's say that <laughs> you know a lot, a lot of history with it, and some connections that 
that causes the wielder to go a little bit too far from time to time, as Dizzy has seen, and what ultimately kind of led to their demise. So, but aside from that, Dizzy is a completely sane individual. Sane enough, but talks in the third person. Yes. Why? Why did you do that? Dizzy was not raised around societal figures, so Dizzy decided to, when Dizzy was growing up, they referred to themselves as their name. Just kept going with Dizzy and never changed. Hmm. Interesting names that you you kooky kids have. Dizzy and Judo. One named after uh, martial arts and the other one named after uh, what's it called? A thing that happens when you spin in a circle. There's a better word for that, but I can't remember it right now. How'd you even come up with that name? Dizzy is actually based off of one of my own like alters, one of my own like different personalities. Dizzy focuses like and I like think of the dizzy side of me. It's more childish, it's more playful, it's more like um yeah, more or less those two those two adjectives. Like I'm more out there, more like just wandering in a sense. And I feel like that's what the character Dizzy is outside of the obsession with um, the obsession with the bow and of course now trying to find, protect, save uh, Judo. Judo, that was a name that really just came off the top. <laughs> just like we are in the wilderness. Um, I mean, I don't know what inspiration folks may have for names. Of course, when I'm um, Dizzy's, uh, their parents, Dizzy and Judo's parents, um, both have, you know, military, martial arts, like fighting backgrounds as well as like, uh, of course, uh, their mother being like a scientist nonetheless. So they, like me. I, I took that and just like, let's, let's take a, let's take a martial art. Let's take some type of fighting style and, and just kind of go with it. It also like got inspiration, a little bit of inspiration from this show that I used to watch called 16. Um, I think one of the characters' names was Jude. So I was just like, let's go judo instead. Let's go with it. You know? What a callback, 16. Exactly. Right. <sighs> when we were both young, right? Um, Something like that. That's actually a very interesting background. Um, honestly, 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 honestly. I'm glad I know that and I can go back in my notes and maybe do some changes because I might have written some things in a weird way that I, uh, I don't know, but it's whatever. <laughs> it's fine. It's more on this uh, this whole idea of you're brought up around nature, not around society. Um, parents were more go-getters in their own respect, either in uh, in the intellectual side or more of this physically enablement or physical enablement uh, mm. side. Uh, so, kind of going with that, why Ranger? I felt like it fit. Um, I really just, I mean, you said it yourself right there. It was just like, okay, people are, you know, I have them set up in which they were fully capable within society. And they said they didn't, didn't want to be, a, they didn't need it. They didn't want to be a part of it anymore. So having those, like the parents, like go off to the wilderness and like, just based off the background, I was just like, you know what? It's perfect fitting. They should be a ranger if they're one with nature. Um, I already had that idea in my head when, before we started um, doing D&D. &D. I was just like, okay, this 
there's gotta be like back when we were talking about it in terms of like just doing a horror based thing i was like okay yeah the there's typically some one with nature-esque person in a sense if i can find that that's what i want to do and have it um and have it just have everything just be based around nature bows xyz like that's why we chose the bows the cursed object so i don't know it just all fit and i, and I like the, i like the wilderness in general myself um you won't catch me camping or nothing like that but <laughs> I, I like being around around nature doing little walks on trails not even glamping no <laughs> unless i mean if i'm in the wilderness with an rv sure <laughs> hey, that is it i've seen some glamping videos on tiktok on youtube it looks pretty nice you know um it's kind of like the best of both worlds almost and that's i can get behind that uh now the whole like finding a spot and everything that sounds like a nightmare also yeah. Terrible fear of bugs. I can't stand them. So yeah, bugs. You know, also like yo, being out in the woods. You know what these animals can do to you? No, like I like True. nature, but keep it contained. Like I haven't seen cocaine bear yet, but there could be like fifty of those out in the woods. Oh my gosh! You know? I should have put a bear in this. Actually, ah, it's fine. I mean, Dizzy would have been fine with a bear. Drew, not so much. <laughs> And you, your character would have been fine with the bear. That's a little iffy. Y'all, I think y'all did pretty good on the blood route. Um, but I don't know uh, how they did with nature in general. I remember you did roll a couple of uh, low rolls before when you were venturing in your in your hometown. What? <laughs> <laughs> What'd you roll? <laughs> Is it that bad? <laughs> Is it that one? Is it that one? Dizzy, I'm just waiting on you, buddy. No. <laughs> he got a damn two. <laughs> did you did you roll low again? I rolled a two <laughs> and plus one is a three. Well, someone just failed their first roll. And so there's a little consequence to this right now. Oh, I failed um, my own. So Dizzy. <laughs> since you <laughs> They don't love you in your own city. They don't. <laughs> Since you rode low, you, as you're walking into this clearing, your foot sinks into this quicksand. Well, listen, I, I have the natural explorer thing, and we didn't even use that. I didn't yeah. even like think about that. That's funny. While I was in the thing, yeah, while I was in the, while we were doing those early rolls, you know. Yeah, and that's been my bane since uh, we start, started in this biome. Because now I can't put really a surprise on you without alerting you to it ahead of time. Yep. It's been well, great. I was also asking questions in terms of, why can't I find that? Yeah, you're being yeah. nosy, and you shouldn't have been. <laughs> no, why? I shouldn't have been learning what my character can do. Yeah. Yeah, I want you to be in the dark. <laughs> that's also like, so that's what I was going to say. That's why I was asking about like the terrain that we were in before like when it switched over to this ashen barren barren wasteland that seemed vaguely magical like it's like things were just changing colors i was like are we still in a forest or are we in some realm that seems like everything is on 
some type of earth type world so forests are still forests so my i'm thinking my natural explorer thing should just stay in regardless for that episode i was really actually there were some things i wanted to do but going off of y'all's backstories i had to really uh kind of redo them sew things in um and whatnot uh originally the great dying was supposed to be the fey wild a little bit Gonna have a fun time trying around in there, but I'm gonna, you know, do some quick nips and tucks and whatnot. And we got the great dying, and we got just a giant, sad, dead place. Y'all are enjoying it, right? Yes, yeah, that's real yeah. cool. Like, <laughs> there's some things that seemed a little iffy. I know at one point, uh, I still haven't come out yet, but I mean, it's going to. Um, but you know, folks saying something along the lines like, oh, like they saw a bird. And, like, you already gave the hint that there was nothing out there that was living or alive. So, like, that had to have alerted. So, there's just, like, some consistencies that I was just like, okay, there's no shot that anything, that anything out there is going to stay alive. Honestly, y'all sometimes bring it on yourselves because I honestly was going to let that go. I didn't bring that up, didn't I? Uh, I was like, that wasn't yeah. me, wasn't it? So I was gonna say I was gonna let it completely go. I was like, yeah, no, it's just a fucking bird. No one's gonna notice that. Um, in a place with no nature or no right. animals whatsoever. Nothing around. Everything is dead. <laughs> the trees are dead. Why is there a bird out here? <laughs> mind you, it wasn't just like a plain like white dove or a black raven. It was like a cockatiel, which has a variety of nice colors. So like, you're gonna notice it anyway. I didn't even think about that. Oh, yeah, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> what happened? My mom just snuck up behind me to oh. show me. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Man, that's sad. Yeah, I know. I guess, like, I can say this. Why not? Uh, at the time this is coming, uh, we're recording this, Lance Reddick died. Yeah, I had to look that up. <laughs> I was I was very upset. <laughs> I, I, would bet. I, would bet. I haven't seen any of the John Wicks, which you know. <laughs> wow, that's astounding. Um, I haven't seen movies. I don't take myself out to movies. <laughs> For all you younger viewers, listeners out there, what are you doing? You should not be listening to this podcast. <laughs> we drop F words every five seconds and we describe very visceral actions. Um but if you are listening, thank you for the listen. But us adults, we always look towards the future, and I do have a couple of questions on this future. So, what do you think of the, uh, and obviously our viewers probably won't know this, or listeners won't know this yet, but there's a couple of episodes that actually we've already recorded ahead of time. How are you feeling about those episodes? How are you feeling basically with everything that's happened so far? Story-wise, I think it's all going like into a great place i'm a little worried about how our characters how us ourselves will ruin this story <laughs> we'll find a way to completely fuck up and dismantle the entire idea um but i think it's all going and going in a great direction currently i also think everybody in the um in the party like we're really getting the hang of things um more more or less i mean basically came up with you know then came what there's at least five of us that have never done D D before and now we're really like building into our characters really trying to stretch the limits of stuff letting creativity go 
um, or flow. And <laughs> I think we're in the stages of like, let's see how much exactly we can get away with, which isn't a good idea in a horror base, uh, <laughs> in a horror base story. But you know, I don't know. We, we we are trying, but that being said, I'm very worried about a couple of our characters and what actions will lead to what, because I would not be surprised if I allowed Dizzy to turn on folks, especially given the situation we're in right now. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's a great sort of thing to think about. Um, I have not really thought about character PvP whatsoever. Um, I know some of y'all more have a mentality of like a cell sword or a gun for hire. Um, I know some of y'all are very much attached to your NPCs to the point where I think you'll fend them off no matter what, um, which is interesting. And I should probably address that soon, but I could also just let the chips fall where they may, as I normally do, um, and then try to like rewrite things and figure things out. Um, which is also the guys who put us together will not be happy with us i feel like so we might honestly if we start to turn on each other we might just all end up turning into ash on the spot depending on what (laughs) what you decide so i wouldn't be shocked if that was the if that's where you want to go with it that is my suggestion (laughs) because we could just reset this whole thing we got two characters now (laughs) true i mean so here's the thing um and i tried to make this evident uh on that first episode and i failed at that hey it's all a part of being a first time dm um but i tried to make sibeth seem as if she was a no-nonsense god um you either come to her you really don't try to talk too much shit you just do what she asks she gives you choices you take them or you don't um and that's it i don't think she would take lightly to stupidity um i feel like she's already not taken lightly to stupidity once before um literally almost killed the character like on the first day of them being brought back so i'm pretty sure she has no issue with dusting you all and finding a new set and for all you guys know this is a little spoiler i guess you might not be the first ones brought back. I wouldn't be shocked at that. I wouldn't be shocked at that at all. So, yeah. I um, wonder where that leads. I wonder if there's like an ulterior motive that Civic and the guys, we will find out. <laughs> Episode 32. Right? <laughs> um, Kind of overdid it with the writing here and might have overshot my, my looks here. But it's fine. I think Sibeth has picked some of y'all for a purpose. And I think she really picked your character partly because of what you've already talked about in your background. Um, Not really no nonsense, but will do anything to kind of get that task done partly because of that's how you were raised. Um, And that makes a hundred percent sense. And then she also dangled your brother in front of you as well as something that uh, you need to go and get. And like a, like a bow and arrow, you pointed at that direction, let go. They're going to go for it. That was a good way of putting that. But also, like, yeah, like that's all in my background in the notes. Man, when Dizzy goes after something, he really needs straight and narrow, straight and narrow. Very much so. But I think it's interesting that we're talking about how Sibeth views you, but I also want to know what Dizzy thinks of 
their party members. Dizzy is still trying to uh, feel folks out. And even though we've been walking forever, you know, there's a purpose on why, you know, I know interaction is big. It's something that we're supposed to, we should be doing more. But the character that Dizzy is, going back to that focus on the task at hand, task-oriented, things of that nature. If it is not prevalent and re- prevalent and relevant to Dizzy, like up up and up in his face, I guess, like this this close, he's not paying any mind to it. So right now he's just with these random folks. Or they're just they're just with these random folks. Um making a couple of connections, little things, you know, when uh Bohan no, when Robert, when Robert is making conversation with them, they're keeping track of that. And Mateus, like making connections with family there. I think early on in one of the earlier episodes, like Dizzy took note of that. So they're not completely cold to the other party members, but there's not a strong attachment to them yet either. Um, hence why. You know, going back to now, Bohan, Bohan, um, making that, even though that's getting cut out, that's not even going to be an episode now, uh, be an episode now. But he made some gesture, like, can we kill the bystanders? Uh, can we kill the hostages? You know, take note of that. <laughs> and like that, that may be the end of the party right there. Uh, they're not very connected to like Cyrus, Sochi. Or I'm really worried about this because it sounds like you're not connected to anyone. Not really. Not not entirely. I mean, we're we will do what we can to keep people safe because they are like they are still a a protector. I'll say that I'm mm-hmm. a people person, like more of a protector than anything. They're more like, okay, I see you messing up, let me help you out as needed. That's why I have like cure cure wounds and things of that nature, things that are focused on parties. Um, but in terms of interaction, um, if they don't feel like it's necessary, they won't do it. Mm. Sounds like you're really neutral. I forget what I made this, what I made this character. Uh, I think they are chaotic neutral. That's always a good thing for a DM to hear. I forget what my character really does or their (laughs) alignment. I forget. I I mean, it's not like we looked at, especially since. The new character I just made, I've been focused on that. Like, I, there's a couple of things I put in there. Like, he's a chaotic good. Also, why I've been saying he a lot more because I'm thinking of my second character. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. Are you expecting Dizzy to die soon? I expect all of us to die at this point. <laughs> what? <laughs> and at this point, and I, I am very wary of. A, our party's decisions. B, our DM's level of patience. <laughs> uh, yes. Can I no, put in really quick? I know it's Dizzy Day, but I did want to say, like... We have a guest speaker here. Uh, I think their name is uh, Josh or Cyrus the Indomitable. What I was thinking is, like, I know it's, like, for one, I feel like I learned something about Dizzy in our last session, was that I didn't know Dizzy felt like like, I don't know, the rest of the group was like, in ends to a means. I think Cyrus, and me in general, 
will just be like, all right, we have a group project, so we're all best buds. Yep, that's how it works. I didn't even ask the question. I'm like, yeah, we're all friends. We're, some of us are more violent friends, but we're all friends. Everyone's good. Didn't even ask. Just assumed. So if somebody, like, went away from the group, I think I would be like, what? <laughs> like... <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not saying that Dizzy Dizzy wouldn't go away from the group for no reason. That's not like Dizzy's not a rogue. Dizzy will like participate in group in you know like since group project in a sense and like they're not just gonna dip out unless something major happens or else. We'll test that. No, but even then, in the last like battle that we had. Like, uh, you mentioned Bo the last battle that's being retconned. Yeah, exactly. I got cut out. Okay. Well, in that moment, I didn't know Dizzy's character. I still learned, uh, when Bullion mentioned, uh, just getting rid of the hostages, like, do we have to save the hostages? And Dizzy's like, I will kill you where you stand. That was not a question. <laughs> More or less. I was like, <laughs> I was like, no, don't kill the hostages. They probably didn't do anything. You're like, fuck you, I'm, I'm done. It, it, like, this is an endgame scenario for me. I didn't know that. That is, that is Dizzy's mother. <laughs> well, I didn't know that either at the time. But even then, I'm like, well, that's a level of intensity I didn't expect from Dizzy, who seemed focused, but I didn't know was, like, cutthroat. And we know that Dizzy is an extension of you. As a character, and I notice you have been saying he a lot and maybe thinking about this other character some more. So actually, let's jump to that other character. Um, sure. What's that character's class and race? Give us a little a little tasty soundbite on what we have to expect. Sure, sure, sure. So this character is also human, uh, but that he is a fighter. Wow, the basic bitch character class. <laughs> wow, I want to be a fighter. Ooh, you don't want to learn too many spells? Not on this one. I had a one-track mind for this person, and he is going to be based on fucking Escanor. <laughs> like, it's going to be great if, if we get to that character. I'm, I would literally be flipping the script. <laughs> hmm. All right. So we have a lot to look forward to. Um, is there anything that... I don't want Dizzy to die. I hope Dizzy uh, doesn't die. But, you know, I might not have any choice in that matter. So... <laughs> look here. I am... And our producer... No, or not producer, but... Because it's like a trio producer right now. But in Riverside, says producer. I'd say producer slash editor. Um... She knows that I have been trying my hardest to just take a deep breath and not just murder one of you, just as an example. Um, that is going to change now that we have these characters. <laughs> these characters are due by Sunday. Oh, if you don't get them into me, it's you only get one character. Until I can no. put it in the story well enough to where I can bring in a second character in like another introduction to like a new place uh, sort of deal, which should happen because I've already written out the next three sessions. Um, so there will be a spot just in case they missed this one where they can get an introductory. In fact, this is actually a good point 
to have an introductory um because obviously it's also kind of a reason why i don't want you to kill the npcs because uh sure yeah that's that's a way for me to bring back someone real fast (laughs) like hey an npc just got unchained in there all of a sudden talking and whatnot the same person (laughs) (laughs) it's not just a random blank face it's whoa we must save my family (laughs) right (laughs) but yeah no they Um, have free will online (laughs) right i'm not controlling them anymore it's you uh so yeah I've been I've been trying my hardest because I've been really having this mentality of Sibith and like how she would interact and react and whatnot. I think Sibith is already at her wit's end, partially from dealing with the dying, the ones who are sorrowful as they die, the ones who are mad and disgraceful. But I feel like she would also just clap them out of existence without even a, without even a thought. You know what's interesting? What I just thought of it's what. Well, it's like related. You talking about? Yeah, don't kill the NPCs. What if like these hostages were their own party in itself? Ah <laughs> oh, man, see, you're doing like this. I've been listening to D and D TikTok for like ever, and one of the things they're talking about is like, oh, like one of my campaigns, I'm doing like a giant one where I'm incorporating like two other like parties into this. And just like that's insane. That would be cool if I if I did that, I would have gray hair. Oh, of course. Oh, there's no yeah. shot, dude. Keeping track of everything. Well, like, freaking Josh just a new party unlocked. Like, they just, we set them free and we switch from, like, our main party to that party. Just, like, mid session. Right. <laughs> that would be too much. Way too much for you to keep track of. Oh, no. Accidentally did a TPK? Well, <laughs> just. <laughs> When we last left this group of hostages. (laughs) (laughs) I'd say, let's just do some end questions. Cool. Let's just wrap it all up. Um, So, yeah. I think, what are you looking forward to in these next sessions to come and everything? Oh. I'm looking forward to what the reveal of judo is going to be, <laughs> like where he's at in life, what what role he's playing, like what because he ran off and joined. I don't have the whole story and joined basically a version of the army. Um, <clears throat> joined well, joined the war X Y Z, um, which is not something that neither parents really vibe with part of the reason again going back to the backstory part of the reason why they left society in general um so i'm curious on what that reveal is going to be i'm curious if we can get my mother out alive what information will be there um will they then take a role of like basically bellamy or xyz um and i'm looking forward to like trying to interact with the with the other players more mm-hmm. um I know that's a. I'm gonna try and throw my little spin on it because again, you know, Dizzy is an extension of myself, an extension of me, and this side of me from thinking, you know, one track mind where I was when I was solely more action oriented and not much of a talker. Um, I think Dizzy would do it more by providing and looking for 
don't know, things that things that they could help with in order to create that connection, to create that um, to create that bond with folks. Um, so reiterating what I said about you know Mateus and their fam- like her family connection and finding her brother, something that they took note of. Taking note of family things, family is important. There's that's why there's more of a connection with Mateus there. Um, and just going from there, just seeing what that would look like without me kind of breaking Dizzy's character and having them like talk first, because that's not that's not who Dizzy is. Okay. Well, once again, Dizzy, Andrew, thank you for being here. Really appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in to Roll Call, where once again, we get to talk to our characters. We might be changing up this format depending on how well this does and the feedback you give us. Remember, always give us a five-star reviews. Give us feedback. Give us commentary to make sure that we make your listening experience great. If this does well, we might change up the format, maybe do a couple of rolls of the dice, ask some questions based on those rolls, and have a good time. Uh, You tell us how you feel about that. But overall, thank you again. We really appreciate the listen. Once again, thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next session. See you soon.